listening to I Believed What? Hey, I'm Jill Solo. During this podcast, we'll be exploring Christianity and its Semitic tales of power-hungry rulers who used the biblical God to uphold their laws and all about the laws they broke. Each podcast is mulled and sifted over by me, Jill Solo, a professional ex-Christian. I'm not agnostic. I'm not atheist. I'm pretty spiritual now. But anyway, I used to be a creationist, a homeschooler, a mom to over five blessings that I raised as warriors for Christ. Yeah, I submitted my entire soul to the God of the Bible, the New and Old Testament. My faith was in Him. I set all my needs, my hopes, my fears, my sins, all of them at the foot of the cross. I believed God wouldn't give me more than I could handle. I even placed Him in control of my womb. Five babies, a set of twins, and one more at the end of my fertile years, and I started having questions about the church that I gathered with. Then I started questioning what I accepted as true. I hope to bring to light the American Christian's beliefs. No matter the grit, no matter the cringe, all for your entertainment. I hope to make you smile and even laugh with me at my preposterous beliefs and the justifications that I gave them. This is exciting. Let's dig in. Hey guys, I just want to share a little piece of a song that I used to sing to my kids. Train up a child in the way he should go. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, when he is old, he will not depart from it. So, I trained up a child in the way they should go. And I did a pretty damn good job. But I used fear as a catalyst. That song was from Steve Green. It's called Train Up a Child. It's based on Proverbs 17, verse 22, I guess. And there were plenty of other Proverbs verses and uh, psalms and whatnot that I used to justify the way that I trained up my children. And today I'm going to share with you what I used to believe. So, what I used to believe was that if you beat your child, he will not die. Train him upright. And to spare the rod and spoil the child is certain death. And to use the rod and to use it non-sparingly. For several years, I'd say from, hmm, 1999, maybe, no, I'd, yeah, 1999 on to probably 2010, maybe a little bit sooner than that, I, I used the rod. I would use a stick. I used a, um, a stick that I got out of the the woods, I used dogwood, I used um, a plastic hanger that I cut so that it was just the part that like your pants would hang over. I'm really embarrassed about this, by the way. Um, I had um, used a wooden spoon. I used a hairbrush. 
my children knew that if they did something wrong, they would get an ass whooping. And for a while, a little while there, between 2003 and 2005, I really went hardcore because I had a little girl, my third child, who was born after a miscarriage um, and an attempt at ending the marriage because I had found out that my husband had cheated by doing something very improper. Um, I continued to move on forward in the marriage and uh, was very miserable about it and tried to do the best I could but <clears throat> and used advice from humans and the Bible. And I started to realize that uh, I wasn't a good parent. I was very angry all the time. I was watching for infractions. I think that's the right word. I was like a, an angry police officer or a lawyer or judge. I don't know. Judge, judge is probably the best word. Just watching for someone to fuck up so I could whip their ass. And I didn't like whipping their ass. By all means, it always made me feel horrible. And afterward, I mean, yeah, I held my child because I had just beat them. They were confused. I held them. I cried with them. I told them things like, I was told this hurts me more than it hurts you. Um, this is going to deliver your soul from hell. This is what the Bible says I need to do. These are the things that I justified. And it was abuse. I see it plain as day. That was abuse. Yeah. Fear can make anybody do anything. But do they really want to do it? Do they really align with you? And when my third child started to become about four years old, I started realizing that not only was I getting into um, an abusive pattern, but I caught myself one day passing a mirror on my way to find her, to spank her butt. Because she had done something, who knows what, maybe drawn on the wall or shit her pants, who knows. And um, I caught my reflection in the mirror and I saw my face and I stopped. And I looked at the stick in my hand and I cried and I didn't spank her, but I didn't do anything to fix it either. So I tried to fix things and I reached out to a Christian friend who sent me a book and it was a book written by a woman who had done pretty much the same thing as me. And I started to realize more things about myself that I had been giving into rages just like my parents and that beating my children really wasn't productive. And the woman was using Bible verses to back up quite a bit of her, her stance, but she was ex ex um, describing abuse that I had never done. Um, stuff like up her child and throwing them across the room into their bed, but they hit the wall first and then go down. I 
myself had been um, guilty of taking my child, my four-year-old, five-year-old child, and throwing her into her bed and yelling and slamming the door. What kind of damage was I doing to my child? And so right around, let's see, she was probably about five or six. Um, 2009, I put the stick down and I told my husband I wasn't going to spank the kids anymore. And he did not agree. And so he took over and I started stepping in. But I do want you to know my children did suffer, but the oldest kids did turn out to be awesome people. They probably didn't learn lessons like they should have, but they did learn things. And it doesn't really take much time when your kid fucks up to sit down with them and say, hey, this is what you did. This is the consequences of it to other people. This is how they are suffering from your actions or whatever it is that, you know, that building that you burned down or whatever it is. My kids never burned anything down yet, but I hope they never do. But, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't take much to sit down and talk to your kid instead of beating their ass. It doesn't take much to not react to your child exploding because they can't take the world around them. It doesn't take much to be empathetic to your child because they are an extension of you and you love them unconditionally. You should. That means you love them even though they're kicking and screaming and it doesn't take much to be invested in your kids. And that's also why I'm writing a book. Um, if you're interested, I have a website. It's uh, www.the-dali-mama.com, M-O-M-M-A, by the way. Um, and I could use your support, by the way. Uh, this shit is prevalent. It's deeply instilled in this the homeschooling community. It's deeply ingrained in almost all Bible Belt churches, almost all fundamental churches, fundamentalist churches. Um, I never considered myself a fundamentalist because I never knew what the word meant, but it means that you take the Bible literally. Uh, it's it's deeply ingrained in it has been in the Catholic churches. Fear is a great catalyst. It, it causes, it creates victims and victims are easily manipulated. And so I now see that religion is just another tool. We need a shepherd because we're all sheep. We're all stupid and we need someone to lead us. That doesn't mean all of us do because there has to be leaders, but most people don't know where they're going or what to do because they're not given the tools and because they're beaten out of them and they're beaten for having opinions and they're beaten for making mistakes and they're beaten for just looking at their parent wrong. So next time you're out 
with a Christian, give them a great big hug. And if you are a Christian, give yourself a great big hug. And if you're just releasing yourself from Christianity, too bad you can't French kiss yourself because, man, you deserve a great big hug. Like, huge. You are stepping away from some bullshit. And I am standing beside you, man. This is a fucking farce. Religion is a is a nightmare. To some, well, to most, they go running to it in times of great stress and great trouble. And it gives them some kind of solace. And I know that was what it was for my own mother, and that's why we were dragged down into her, her hidey hole. But for me, I mean... To me, it was, uh, I picked and chose a lot of the goodness out of it, and it, it became a good thing to me in my mind. And a lot of it, like, train up your child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they will not depart from it. That's totally true. Yeah. It's beautiful. I loved singing that song in the car with my kids as we drove to a friend's house to go swimming at the beach. I loved singing that song in the house in the living room while we cleaned the house. My kids enjoyed it because I enjoyed it. And now they laugh at it and go, oh, ma, this stuff's so gross. But really, the Bible does have some good advice, but it's got a lot of bad advice. That's what I used to believe. And now I believe that sitting and listening to my child have a tantrum or letting them just shake it out up in their room, that's totally fine. I believe that letting a child speak and listen to them and giving them a valid stance letting what they say be important to me rather than me just gloss it over and say, well, yeah, well, as an adult, I know this and you need to be quiet and understand that this is the way it is and fuck your feelings. You know, that's not the way of this parent anymore. So, yeah, that's what I believed. I believed what? Exactly. I was a fucking fool. But, I'm awake now. Take care, you guys.